You are now listening to The Gabby Table with Shay. Hey guys, welcome, welcome once again. Welcome guys. If you're just joining, where have you been? No, like tell me, where have you been? But anyways, welcome and thank you for joining this big family. And if you've been consistent, like thank you, thank you, thank you so much guys. So, um last week we started a series on god's love so yeah we're going to continue from there and today we are going to be discussing the implications of god's love like when god loves you what are the things you stand to benefit or what are the importance of god's love so yeah firstly we're going to be taking the first point which is God's love is trustworthy. So when God loves you, yeah, you solely depend on his love. Why? Because his love is trustworthy. His love would never fail you, not for a second. And now let's look at 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 to 8. It's quite long, but then we can't do it. And it says, love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it's not proud it does not dishonor others it's not self-seeking it's not easily angered it keeps no records of wrong love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts always hopes always perseveres love never fails now all this that's been mentioned in first corinthians 13 verse 4 to 8 are simply the core qualities of the unwavering and unfailing aspect of love that comes from god and we should be acted on as humans all right so god has proven like all this is his nature you know to humanity like throughout the ages even in the bible even till now his love did not change and it has not changed his love has remained patient he has remained truthful he has remained trustworthy while preparing for this year i was going through some some things and i came across a story of a particular couple i don't i don't really want to make this really long but yeah the story was about a couple they were going through financial crisis the wife went out to do her laundries and all of that then he stayed in his room cried out to god prayed to god and then god gave him a word and the word god i can't really go into details but then the word god gave to him reminded him of the unfailing love of christ basically his story just he used the story to like remind himself or remind us um, about God's love so if we have faith and we believe and we trust that God's love is trustworthy I don't know if you get it definitely our situations will turn around so while they were going through financial crisis he did not trust God's love he did not believe that God's love is kind patient it's not like he doesn't know notes he knows or he knew rather 
so he knew god's love was all that he knew god loved him so much him and his family he knew all of that but at that particular time he allowed the situation whatever thing he was going through the financial crisis to actually capture his mind you know the devil brings a lot of things to us just for us to like put god aside so to say but when although when we are faced with all those things it's important for us to remind ourselves and to remind god of his kind of love towards us his love that is trustworthy his love that never fails god has maintained a conventional relationship with humanity since creation so then why should we not trust his love why, why should we not trust that his love is unfailing like even in our sinfulness god continued to maintain patience with us and then he showed us mercy he never for once actually just looked down on us and then said you are a sinner so i can't be with you as a matter of fact in the bible it was recorded that jesus christ went to dine with the sinners and when his disciples asked him why he was going to dine with the sinners he said because i have come not for the righteous but for the sinners that they might be saved so you can see the extent of god's love when adam and eve sinned yeah before they had left the garden or before they had to leave the garden in god's loving nature he provided them clothing to cover their nakedness does that not prove that even if you are a sinner even if you have just sinned god still loves you because adam and eve sinned against god in it but God still provided for them. He provided for them, even in their sinful nature. So that is how trustworthy God's love is. He is not, he's not dependent on whether you do this, whether you do that, whether you're a sinner or anything. His love is trustworthy. It is trustworthy. Another example is when Jonah fled from the Lord. God delivered him from death through the big fish. So... That is why it is important to read your Bible, study your Bible, go through stories in the Bible. The Bible is not just there to direct us in our life, but also for historical purposes. Stories, so to say. And why those stories? So that we can be able to like relate our situations to just because trust me, everything you're going through right now has been passed through by someone in the bible so you learn from people's story in the bible and even people's story physically people around you so second point by the way i'm going to we're going to be having just five points because this is last episode for the year yes back to our discussion second point our salvation is an expression of god's love remember i'm talking about the implications of god's love our salvation we are saved why because god loves us that is why we are saved so if god did not love us we would not have anything called salvation to get and how did we come about the salvation the gift of god's only begotten son whom he loved dearly and whom he still loves dearly so god did not send christ as a reward to, to the obedient but rather as a ransom for the defiant we see jesus displays love through his life and ministry in the bible when he healed the sick he raised the dead he cared for the poor he fed 
he fed the people so does jesus christ display of love in the bible and that is our salvation our salvation is found in jesus christ and jesus christ already expressed god's love while he was on earth to serve us because jesus christ served us in as much as he served his father in heaven so even while on the cross yeah jesus prayed for the forgiveness of the ones who who placed him there on the cross does that not explain god's love already going back to the first point so salvation is open to all who believe in christ as long as you believe in christ salvation is open unto you and that is what god's love has done or has given to us so god's love does not discriminate if as a christian you stand and then you discriminate other people because of what they wear or how they do things or um because of what they do and all of that like it's really not important why because god's love does not discriminate and then you claim to be christ-like or you are christ-like and then you're discriminating it doesn't explain that you have god's love because if you have god's love you would not discriminate so the third point is salvation sorry this is like the three b um this is like the two b you know the second point is uh, salvation is an expression of god's love so underneath that we have salvation is how we can know love to truly love yeah we must first know god and why must we first know god because love starts with god and ends with god because god is love i mentioned this in our, our first episode on god's love so god is not physically love yeah but it is one of his attributes his kind of love is not any anything physical that we can touch or something but is a kind of love that is one of his attributes so he impacts that kind of love you know when someone is when something is part of someone's attributes yeah it person can impact it on others or to others so that is how god's kind of love is all god does is out of love he would scold you he would chastise you what out of love because that is how a father should do so whenever you're going through anything and then you 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 start to think of does god truly love me my dear god truly loves you and that's why he gave you salvation and who is this salvation what is the salvation jesus christ so he cannot and does not draw that's just the truth so don't believe anybody that would tell you that ah Christ, jesus christ did wrong in this bible in this this people who do not have the full knowledge of god who do, who do not have the holy spirit to interpret what the bible is trying to talk about would always sit and argue against what the bible the true meaning of every bible passage so god cannot do wrong and he does not do wrong Right, his display of love is the purest and the truest anybody can ever feel or see. His love is perfect, very, very perfect. And because we are made in God's image, we can love. Love isn't something that is derived from within us, no, at all. 
it is not something that is derived from your inner self but it is derived from God because God is love and then we are, we are Christ like we are Christians it is radical like it is supernatural for the kind of love that God calls us to the love that loves our neighbor as much as we love ourselves that must come from him because ordinarily it is very very hard for you to love your neighbor the way you love yourself trust me it is very hard naturally as if you're trying to do it with your own strength and power it is very hard to do but then when you're doing it with the holy spirit with the help of the holy spirit then my dear it is a, it is a very easy thing to do why because it is something that is supernatural together with the help of christ with the help of the holy spirit you can't be able to love your neighbor as as much as you love yourself it is something that is impossible to do so the third point is our ability to love is enabled through god implications of god's love because we have god's love here we are able to love other people just the way god loves us and which makes the table go round and round and round. Why? Because love would not stop at a place. As long as everyone is having Christ in them, as long as everyone has salvation, as long as everyone believes and learns love from God, we continue to spread love around the table. I don't know if someone is getting what I'm trying to say about God's love. So Jesus Christ sets for us an example to love and gives us the command to follow in his example. So in your spare time, you can read up John 13, verse 34 to 35 and 1 John 3, 16 to 20. I don't want to really go into all that now because I don't want this episode to be really long. So yeah, when Jesus washed the disciples' feet, I'm very sure why we didn't that. Why we didn't that? Must have thought Jesus, like the Almighty One, washed his disciples' feet. Oh, I mean, why not? Because he loves us, he took the place, like he took the place of a servant, and placed the needs of others above his own dignity, and then he instructed we, his followers to also do the same so our ability to love other people is dependent on god's love is dependent on god that's why we need to know god and understand god's love before we can be able to love other people so if you have been thinking why have i not been loving this person brightly that's why lots of people before going into marriage and even while in marriage they always pray to god to help them love their spouse rightly and correctly because if you can't love your neighbor rightly then how then do you love yourself rightly like how and for you not to be able to love somebody rightly that means you do not even understand the concept of god's love he tells us to love our neighbors as well as our enemies yet this tax is not even bothersome for love is the fruit of the spirit so you can see why it is important to know God. Because when you know God, you have God, then you start to get the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which love is also among. Then when we rest here yeah, and abide in God, love outpours onto others as a result. You can look at First John 
chapter 4 verse 7. It is through our love that the world will know that we belong to Christ. Because when, as Christians, we are showing hatred towards one another, then other people who are unbelievers, in quotes, would actually feel like, okay, so if they cannot show love to their fellow believers, then who are we, unbelievers, are they even good church at all, study the Bible or anything? for them to now show love to us they would definitely believe it is fake and not real the real kind of love so who then are we deceiving are we deceiving ourselves we are deceiving god of course we're deceiving ourselves and in the process of deceiving ourselves thinking it is normal or thinking it is okay we are actually drawing like taking people far away from christ i pray the lord will help us in jesus name so in attachment to the third point, which is ability to love is enabled through God's love, we also have another point underneath that that says, what do we do with this ability to love? Now, God has given you the ability to love through his love. Now, you already have the ability to love. Now, what do you do with this ability to love? Because if you use this ability to love wrongly, then you are getting it all wrong now god's love truly perceived always draws out from us as a response of love the contemplation of divine love in its biblical fullness is never something that ends in itself like our rest in god never finds its fulfillment in in ourselves but always leads us out of ourselves towards him and toward others with the ability that we have to love the ability to love is not given to us just for ourselves or for our communication or relationship with christ but also for our relationship and communication with people we are surrounded with with outsiders with insiders the love of god for us here yeah, like so supersedes the love in us for him and for others the true word of love that we have in the bible if we have it truly it will abide in us and will not return empty as it was by miracles of grace we make glancing reflections of the immeasurable love of god visible to others in our own lives I already mentioned it while explaining the, um, God's love gives us the ability because God loves us we have the ability to love others now as long as you have Christ and then you know how to love and you also pass out this love you have for yourself to people around you to people outside your home then we know how like we know what to do with the ability to, to love so what do you do with the ability to, to love what you do is what is simple and short is that you love your neighbor you love yourself the same love god has given to you that you have learned at god's feet you pour it out to others you don't keep it for just yourself because you have learned it ah, let me, it's not like it's not like those people in secondary school that because they have read they have their head is full during exam time or tests by the time you're not asking them sarah please 
tell me the answer and they're like i'll not tell you no that's not what god expects from us when we understand and grasp the kind of love god has for us we are not to keep it to ourselves but also share it to others because there are people out there that do not understand God's, god's love and the only way they can understand it is by experiencing it from you when people experience God's love from you, they, they sit down and think, how is this person able to love me this deeply? How is this person able to understand how to love me? And trust me, when, people, when the person starts to have those thoughts, the person starts yearning for, how, how, how can I love this person back? How can I love people the way this person loves me? And a burning desire to know how to love, the person finds Christ. That's why it's important to know what to do with the ability to love. And simply to love others. To extend the love to others. Now the fourth point, we can rest in God's love. Because God's love is trustworthy, we can rest in his love. Because God's love is patient, is peaceful, is kind. We can rest in his love. His love is unconditional. There's nothing attached to it. He gives us hope as his children. We do not have to um, view God as our punisher in chief, like somebody who's always there to, you know, punish us when we do wrong or something. None. It's, it's, it's not important to see him as that. Like you should not even have that view of him. But rather, we should have him. We should see him as a heavenly Father, who has who has a plan and purpose for our lives. Jesus personified this message and called people into rest in Matthew eleven twenty eight to thirty. I'm so sorry, guys. I've just been saying the Bible verses without reading. I hope you understand why I'm doing it this way. I really hope you do and I really hope you look at those Bible texts while listening to this because trust me it's going to help you and enlighten you more on what I'm talking about yeah so when we recognize that Christ is our advocate yeah then we can rest in assurance of God's love because honestly (laughs) like my fellow Nigerians we say problem not a finish so if we don't know or recognize God's love, my dear, that's why you are restless. Yeah, except what I said, you are restless because you have not recognized the importance of God's love in you. You have not recognized that God loves you. And even your restlessness, he has given you rest in his love. Just only, the only thing you need to do is to recognize his love. Go to him in prayer. You know, but God knows when we forget who we are in Him or when we forget His promises to us. And sometimes when we go to Him in prayer and with our hearts burning in it and, in, and with annoyance in our spirit, He gives us answers that remind us of His promises, of His love, of His, of His greatness. I pray the Lord will open our spirits, open our minds to understand everything that God is trying to say through me to you in Jesus name then the last one of the list says we can have confidence in God's love 
the implication of God's love is confidence. Because when you know God loves you, wherever you stand, the kind of boldness you go with would be, people would look at you in awe and be like, ah, is this person, like, why is, this, why is she feeling so confident? But they would not understand that you know God loves you and therefore that thing cannot go wrong for you. So therefore you walk in, you walk in with confidence. You walk in with what confidence because of that love God has for you. Because of the extent of God's love for you and towards you. Psalm 136 beautifully describes the love of God as unfailing. Now when you know something is unfailing, won't you be confident in that kind of love? When you know that as a scientist, you know the you know the formula you have created, the thing, whatever thing you have created is unfailing. Like you know, once you press start, it's going to start without having without one panel having to burn or something. You know it's going to it's going to start, like it's not going to disappoint you. Would you have confidence to, to take that prototype or whatever you have created out into the world for people to see? Definitely you would because you have confidence that it is unfailing, that it cannot fail you because you have tested it, you have read about it, you have known about it, you know it deeply, you have, you have studied it in total, so therefore you know it cannot fail you and then you have that confidence in you while taking it to the world, to the marketplace to sell or something, so that is how God's love is. When you understand God's love, when you experience a bit of His love, my dear, you will just be walking in confidence of God's love. As we look back concerning God's loving faithfulness from the beginning of time, we can grow in assurance that God will continue to vindicate His people, fight for His people, and promote His kingdom until His plan and purpose comes to full manifestation now because of God's love we become confident and then the confidence gives paves way for us to you know walk according to God's plan and purpose for our life that's another thing the confidence of God makes us to do just the way because you're confident in that um, thing you have created that recipe you have created you're so confident in it that you decide to actually take it to the world post it on social media platforms and all of that is the same way god's love will make you actually confident to stand and preach about christ and talk about christ so without further ado yeah this is the end of this episode the implications of god's love now let's take a recap the first point was we can trust in god's love the second was our salvation is an expression of god's love the part two of the second point was salvation is how we can know love the third point was ability to love is enabled through god's love now the second part of the third point was 
what do we do with this ability to love the fourth point was we can rest in god's love now the last point that i just mentioned was we can have confidence in god's love so those are the implications of god's love just know that as long as you understand god's love you know god's love you know how much god loves you god loves you so dearly that even the devil is angry as more at, at at the depth of how god loves you that he always makes you feel like you need to do something to actually earn god's love or he, he brings things your way that would make you question god's love concerning you concerning people around you so don't give in to the devil because he's number one person that is always fighting against Christ is always fighting to make sure nobody like nobody understands what Christ wants us to understand so I pray God will help us to understand his love his kind of love and I pray that as we have listened to the implications of God's love it would open our hearts to, to, to want to know more about God's love for us to experience these implications of his love in jesus name amen 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 guys all right so that'll be all for today and definitely like i already said in middle of this episode is going to be the last episode for the year yes you know all what cannot play mix jacket doll boy <laughs> so yeah um we're gonna be back 2nd of january so you know anticipate for the last maybe the last i don't know for we'll see how it goes though so, so i wish you all merry christmas and happy new year in advance <laughs> honestly my the best holiday would definitely be Christmas. Not that I enjoy anything in Christmas, but the fact that I'm going into another year is just really sweet, amazing for me. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be all for today, guys. Take care of yourself. I hope you enjoy your Christmas and your new year. And please don't forget to send my chicken or rice, whatever you're going to be eating. Please don't forget to share with people. Show God's love wherever you go. And walk in confidence in God's love because God loves you no matter what you are going through, guys. Alright? Bye!